Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? It's Ted. And I'm Obert. And the sports world is ablaze today. Total blowout on Sunday. A total blowout. We couldn't believe it, but... Uh, Obert was right. Like Josh, the big cheese parcheesi. I told you he was going to take it home. I didn't think he was going to do it. I mean, he was, he was, he was an underdog. No one thought he was going to do it. Vladimir Borgesi was the big, was, was probably the, the biggest, uh, the biggest favorite, even though he was a rookie. I mean, I don't know. I just, it's just one of those things, you know, you, that's why people, people watch the world parcheesi Alliance. It's, you have to you give it up know. to Johan. You have to give it up to Johan Strauss as well. He really showed up big and, you know, coming in, taking that fourth place home. That was pretty yeah. – I mean, I didn't expect it. Uh, definitely, um, you know, it just shows that you don't have to be one of the big names in Parcheesi to win, you know, or to do very well. Like, <laughs> we've been talking about these folks all year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm just sad there's no more Parcheesi to watch on Sundays, you know? I know. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Don't worry. There's I mean, only, only a short off season of, like, three weeks. <laughs> this is a three – yeah. The, the the Parcheesi players they have it they have it rough like you think you think that the NFL has or the the baseball goes for like nine months Parcheesi players it's all eleven and a half months eleven and a half months and then the season starts right, right. up and it's a rigorous yeah. schedule I don't know how they do it yeah, uh, yeah that, man that 49, 48 week schedule is really really tough on them <laughs> that's why you see a lot of the greats. You know, leaving early and retire. Oh, they yeah. retire early. Yeah, they it's, can't it's take demanding it. on the body. You know, it really is. Like all these blockades and stuff. Like, come on now. Like, how are you? Get, like, I don't know. I just I couldn't do what they do. They take sportsmen like being a, an athlete to a whole new level. So, well, I mean, we'll see. We'll see in just a few weeks if if Josh the Big Cheese will come back and uh, and start just as strong as he finished. Yeah, two thousand twenty one World. Parcheesi Alliance, yeah, world champion. It was good, and and I was happy too that uh, the Super Bowl was a blowout, so I didn't have to t- tune away from you know the fourth place match for too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah in, I know, I know. In other sports news, I guess you know we should probably talk like about less the fact that... less sports news. Like, yeah, it's it's not quite as sports news as the World Parcheesi Alliance. Yeah, I, I was really impressed that uh, that Mahomes showed up to the big game. Um, you know, I, I bet you. And by though, that you mean, by that you mean he got, he went there on a bus. Right? <laughs> he like, arrived. Only, yeah, I mean, he arrived. He, he did take the field, I guess. I mean, I'm sure that yeah, he was there. I'm sure that by like the third quarter, you know, Mrs. Mom Patrick Mahomes was wishing that she that your stream was running. I know. I I, I really felt like I let her down. <laughs> I, I'm assuming that everybody in their their household is named Pat Mahomes, right? Patricia so. Mahomes. Patricia Mahomes. Oh, yeah. That is yeah, he's so he, he's named after both his mom and his dad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Patricia, this is like I'm sorry that I wasn't streaming, so you had to watch you had to watch your son just get manhandled. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, you know, it's crazy. I uh you know, I'm not a huge Tom Brady fan, but you gotta admit he's it's incredible what he's been able to do. And like I just heard some of the fun trivia from the game, like I guess Tom Brady has been played more playoff football games than uh, Pat Mahomes has played in his entire NFL career. <laughs> that that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah. Um, an, another interesting stat I heard is that JPP has never lost a playoff game. 
I oh. heard that too. Yeah, I was I was yeah. going to say I did not that's know that. Interesting. That's very interesting. That is that's incredible. I mean, yeah. I mean, if if really JPP might be the goat. He might be the actual goat. <laughs> I mean, he definitely he definitely helps a defense. Like, you know, who would have thought like that a guy Jason... with seven fingers would be really good at playing defense? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it might be be like Jason Pierre-Paul and then Peyton Manning and then Tom Brady. I think that's how I think that's how it's going now. So that's what all the experts are saying. Like, I don't know. I mean, um, it is funny that you know Tom Brady won three Super Bowls after Peyton Manning retired. I think we're all forgetting this, but um, you know, <laughs> I, listen, you have to give it up to him. The dude is incredible. He elevates a team from being a bunch of losers to a bunch of winners. And you know, he went ten. The the biggest thing that I learned last night is that he went ten years in his career without making it to a Super Bowl. So, oh, I could do that. Yeah, no, but <laughs> it's just incredible that he went from twenty-seven to thirty-seven without making it to one, and has since won four Super Bowls. And been in three more or two more. He's he's been in ten, right? But he yeah, went so because he lost, he lost to the Giants twice, yeah. right? And then and, he lost to the Eagles. Correct. Yep. Yeah. And that was not yeah, during I mean, the ten-year drought. That was amazing. Like that's. Like, he's what? a good footballer. <laughs> I mean, we all know. I mean, it's it's proven fact that the NFL's rigged. Um, that's the official stance of this podcast. And <laughs> so it is, it is not the official. It might be the, the official stance of one person on this podcast. Maybe no. Even it's two. the official. But it's, it's not the official the, stance of this podcast. I think we all pretty much agree we're aligned nope. on the fact that the NFL's rigged. Nope. nope but nope. you know. The, the WWE is also rigged, and it's really impressive what uh, Ric Flair and John Cena have done. So uh, I guess you did pretty good, Tom Brady. You're okay. You're finally okay in my book. <laughs> uh, no, actually, it, it was I was really torn because I do not like Tom Brady. Um, just, you know, because he's terrible. Um, but, I mean, I don't know. Like before when it was like, oh, he's won four Super Bowls, Peyton Manning's won two. You're like, oh. Yeah, it's it like you can make debates one way or the other, and now no I, now yourself. I just I can't yeah. now I can't. No and I'm like I'm like damn it, there's no way. So I'll say this once: Tom Brady is very good at football. So well, I mean, that's it. Like, that's all. That's, that's all you because get. you take him out of the Patriots, right? And that was the common factor through that. You could explain it away as like, oh well, I mean, the Patriots' offensive line and blah blah blah. You know, well, Bill, Bill Belichick's really blah, good, blah, blah. greatest coach like, of all time. Well, this is kind of proven that. You could, that you could take Tom Brady out of the Patriots and he still will dominate. So yeah, and I, yeah. I have no, a feeling it, that the, I mean, the Bucks aren't going anywhere either, which is scary. Well, it's it is scary because I mean, you talk about like Drew Brees is probably going to retire. He, he like it doesn't seem like he's going to stick around. He might. Uh, then you, you're left with like the Packers on on the NFC side of the ball, and that's about that's about it. <laughs> like, yep, and and. Aaron Rodgers has proven time and time again that while he is a great regular season quarterback, he is not a winner when it comes to the Well, postseason. I mean, he has he has won. Right, once. but he's choked in every other game. And the only time that he made it there is when he they played the backup quarterback on the Chicago Bears. I mean, we won a Super Bowl against basically a backup quarterback of the Chicago Bears, so I'll take it. Exactly. It's, <laughs> now, yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it's really, like, as a Colts fan, obviously, like, it is – that has been my entire life is like just like oh Peyton Manning 14 and 2 15 and 1 13 and 3 13 and 3 14 and 2 and then we lose in the first game of the playoffs I'm like god damn it <laughs> I was like why can't there be a point system like NASCAR used to be hey, at least your team's making it to the, the postseason 
That's true. That's true. Just like the NFL wants. Um, anyways, please unretire Andrew Luck. Uh, <laughs> so I, I apologize, Patricia Mahomes. Um, you know, I, I'll stream. Maybe next year I'll stream <laughs> so you can watch. Uh, and and congratulations to Josh the Big Cheese. Uh, we we I mean Obert had it. Had, Obert knew, but we we didn't. We were doubters. So yeah, I'm gonna get. <laughs> but I'm gonna get that. Talk, I'm gonna get like a Josh with a little slice of cheese tattooed. You know, I'm thinking like my thigh, not like too high there, up. You know. <laughs> But, not too yeah. high. Yeah, you don't want it to be too risque. Right. I think you, should you want to be able to. Sh- you want it to be able to show it off if you need yeah. to. <laughs> I think you should go full left butt cheek. Just Josh and a big piece of. That's cheese. a little too tacky. I think. I'm thinking maybe like I might get it on my ankle with like you know like a little slice of like Kraft American. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean every everybody's getting the left butt cheek. Yeah. Josh the big cheese right. tattoos. Like Ober wants to be a little bit That's different. Exactly. And, uh, everybody's getting those i mean i have an appointment next week for mine, so uh, <laughs> oh man but all this parcheesi talk is i think making us all thirsty oh, yeah. if i had to guess that's your that's me. your go-to segue chris you're like all What's of this that? intro discussion has made me thirsty <laughs> i think chris is perpetually thirsty yeah just always thirsty i i i'm my thirst for beer is never quenched that sounds bad, but it's not. <laughs> I swear. I promise. All right. So with that. It's beer 30, and I'm thirsty. And I've been working like a dog all week long, so maybe something cold won't hurt me. Because it's beer 30, and it's time to party. Yeah, baby. So, I mean, based on the silence, I'm just going just gonna to jump right in. All right. Go for it. Uh, my drink this week... I've, I've been trying to find alternatives to drinking beer. Um, obviously, I took a, a break from beer while I was having my surgery. And, you know, and while I've had some beer, it, I've, I've, I think I've come into the realization that I don't think I can drink as much beer as I used to. And I don't think I want to drink as much beer as I used to. So, in two senses, that's, that's good from a wallet standpoint and a calorie standpoint. It's very bad for my house because there's a lot of beer in this house. <laughs> this sounds very reminiscent of a new beer's resolution from 2020. <laughs> so, I, but over in, in, in counterpoint to that, I actually have something that's not beer. Oh. You know, I don't know how many non beer beers I brought to the podcast in beer year 2020. But yeah, not, not many. Not too many. So, I figured, you know, if we start off early in the year, we can't go wrong. Um, so this week I went out in search of a, a, some, a hard seltzer that I figured that nobody else had had, and I thought it was a little bit of a unique spin, and that's, um, uh, uh, spiked seltzers from Austin East Ciders. Okay. Wait, oh, have you had Austin okay. East on the podcast before? I had their cider. Oh. I had one of their ciders okay. on the podcast. Okay, so. yeah. this is a seltzer, spiked seltzer. That's so this cool. is a seltzer. So now this is a little bit interesting. So it it advertises that it's made with with 100% real fruit. It's only 100 calories. It's 4.2% ABV. Um, on the back, it states that there's no artificial sweeteners. It's gluten free. Um, made in Texas. Go Texas, as the can says. And the ingredients, though, this is what I found to be the coolest part about this: is that its alcohol is not vodka or malt liquor. It's hard apple cider. Is the the liquor in here? Okay, so they uh, they're staying true to their name of it being yep. from a, a cider. It it is a cider, but it's a spiked 
seltzer cider. I've never yeah, heard so, of such a thing. So, yeah, that's why I found it weird. So this is yeah. apple flavored, the one I brought this week. And so it, this is hard apple cider, f- filtered water, apple juice, um, natural flavors, some cane sugar, some brown sugar, and some malic acid to preserve the fresh freshness. Oh. So let's uh let's crack in and see how it goes. That sounds like it's gonna be like super refreshing. Sounds really good. And I love how Tud is like <laughs> he's like, if we start early in the year, it can't go wrong. <laughs> I mean, I think I think that's how New Year's resolutions like that's how they yeah. work. <laughs> as long as you do it like at the beginning of the year, like you're you'll be fine. Yeah. Year, probably. Moment. Momentum, momentum breeds yes. success. Yeah, momentum. There you go. So I had to turn on my light in this room to kind of see what this looks like. Because I have to imagine that it's... I had to imagine before I poured it that it was going to be more cider colored than seltzer colored, if that makes sense. Considering that there's cider in it. Yeah, I got to say, looking at that, Ned Flanders would tell me that uh, that's apple juice. Clear and yellow. <laughs> you got juice there, fella. Right? So, um, it very, very clear. Yeah, it is. It is very clear, but it does have a slight yellow tinge to it. Um, kind of reminds me of a, of a super light, uh, super Pea. light, light beer. Yeah. It's like mm. the flattest Michelob Ultra you've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. That, there we go. Um, on the nose, all I smell is apples. Um, wow. It smells straight up like apple cider. So that's going to be interesting. Uh, the other flavors that came in the box was peach, black cherry, Apple, and then there's one that I'm drawing a blank on. Uh, they're not; they weren't like traditional flavors, though. So you know, it's not like, oh, here's a lemon lime one, and here's uh, okay, Todd. <laughs> I'm looking at Chris here because you know where this is going, right? No. <laughs> I mean, how are you only going to try one on the podcast if there's uh, so many flavors? So I can, so many I flavors can, you can't you you can't even you can't even imagine what the last flavor is. So I can tell you. How we're going to not go there. Because Caitlin drank all the rest of it. Likely story. <laughs> so uh, Is she st- is she still awake? <laughs> she, she is. She is. Okay, good. Good. I'm just I'm just curious. <laughs> sure. Yeah, so she drank all the rest of them. So the only two remaining cans that I have are this and another apple one. Sure. Okay. Well, I mean, Chris, if you're paying attention here, next time you bring <laughs> a spiked seltzer on... You got to make sure it's the last one in the pack or else Todd's going to want you to drink them all. And I will say that the last time this happened, Chris refused to drink any more than one. Well, yeah, but I mean, you can't expect to dole it out and not get it back, you know? Listen, I'm just I'm just following the president that was sent by, by Chris. Yeah, but the one before that, I drank them all. Should have done it last time. Then you would have had some grounds to stand on for this argument. Well, anyway, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to totally derail <laughs> you. you. Just as soon as you start talking about all the different flavors of seltzer that came in this mix pack, I was like, boy, this reminds me of a different conversation we had somewhat recently. Yeah, right. No, that's fine, and I, I probably do deserve it if I had, you know, if I had the other flavors and my wife didn't drink them all. I, I would, I'd gladly drink the other three flavors, weighing in at only four point two percent ABV. And being 400 calories to drink all four of them, I'm not afraid. Okay, well let's let's hear this review at least. Sure. So let's jump into this. So, like I said, nose smells 100 percent like and apple cider. Can you hold that up again? I just it it's a spiked seltzer, but I don't see a single bubble. No, it's, I see I see some bubbles. some bubs some bubbles. Oh, okay. There we go. It's like got the tiny champagne seltzery. I mean, the tiny uh, cider yeah. bubbles. There's no yeah, head at all. But uh, when you nope. look closely, yeah, there's some carbonation in there. So let's let's ch- check this out. That is 
the definition of refreshing. Wow. Um, I, I'm not going to lie. At first, when I read that it was uh, cidery and it had uh, apple juice in it too, that it was going to be super sweet. I'm happy to confirm that it is not super sweet. It is very much like a dry type of cider. Um, it's definitely seltzer, but with a, a lot of hints of cider to it. It's it's sweet like a cider, but it doesn't have that like weird, funky, sugary aftertaste. Kind of like, think like White Claw or like a Bud Light seltzer that has like that funky flavor on the back end. Like This just like tastes like a Stevia flavor? Cider. Yeah, yeah. This, you know, this, is, this is good. The bubbles... While they look small, um, are very pronounced, um, much like a seltzer. But I would I would argue that it's not like if you put seltzer in your mouth and you swish it around, it becomes very bubbly. If that makes sense. Yeah, we're on board. Yeah. In this, when when I when I swish it around, it's it kind of dissipates the bubbles, kind of like when you have like a bubbly cider, the way that like that works, and it kind of just becomes more juice. So you're um, saying the carbonation's more like a cider than a seltzer? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's more, it's not quite seltzery carbonate, carbonated. It's just, but it's not quite cider carbonation either, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's like somewhere in between the two of them. Yeah, it's just, it's a it's a very strange drink to me where it's like, so they took fermented cider and they added water and sugar and carbonated it, it seems like. Sounds like it. Okay. It's It sounds like it, but they, I mean, they, they didn't add much because there's only two grams of sugar in the entire thing. So it's just watered down cider. Basically, <laughs> it's, seltzer, it's seltzer down yeah. cider. Basically, they just decided to take out probably, I mean, I don't know what an Austin East cider is from an ABV standpoint normally, but it just sounds like they just uh, added water. Maybe five, maybe 5%. Maybe they didn't add that much water then. <laughs> I, I don't I don't remember for sure, but I, I think I maybe know 5%. that they're on untapped and I would look it up except for the fact that I don't want to see the rating of this. All right. I can, I can help you out here. Yeah. I actually just realized that, uh, um, I bought a new phone and I was like, "Oh, I don't have Untapped on this phone yet." <laughs> so, Austin East Original Dry Cider is five percent ABV. Okay, so then I have no idea what the difference between. The, I'd have to if if I had known this, I would have gone out and gotten some Austin East Cider as well to try like side by side. Um, but I don't have that, so I'm just gonna say that I I, I don't know really what the difference is except for this is 100 calories. It's super delicious. Um, it does not leave a sweet aftertaste in your mouth. It, I, the aftertaste I'm getting is straight up apple cider, which is fantastic because who doesn't love apple cider? Especially the aftertaste of apple cider. It just tastes like apples. It's freaking awesome. Um, as far as seltzers go, I'm not going to lie. This is up there. This is re- like really, really good. This is, I don't know if it's better than High Noons or Truly Lemonades, just because I prefer the flavors of those better. But this is like... Like right after that, this is where I would put that on my seltzer scale. This is so, maybe winning. Sounds like it's winning more in refreshment, less in flavor. It's got a. It's see, and I, I feel like I'm selling that short. It's got a ton of flavor. Okay. Like it tastes legitimately like cider. I mean, if you gave me this and said, "Hey, I brewed some hard cider," I would never know that you had poured me a spiked seltzer. I would have just said, "Oh, this is a pretty good cider. A little light, very refreshing. Could drink this while mowing my lawn." But you know, it's good. Um, I, I would, so the seltzer scale is a hundred being soda, zero being water. Yep. Yep. I think we labeled what we, you know, Trulies and, and High Noons are, you know, in the upper eighties, 90 range. Something like that. Yeah. So I would probably put this at like 83, 82. Pretty like it's good. like right there. 85. I mean, it's probably uh, 84. I'm going to lock it in. 84. Okay. Um, what would you rate it on the untapped scale? 
On the untapped scale, I think people like this. Um, is this sorry? Is this your untapped rating, or is this like the universe's? No, I'm going to do both. I'm going to okay. do both. Okay. Um, I think people like this, so you know, I think their rating is probably going to be high, but I don't know if it's going to be as high as mine. I would give this on a on the untapped seltzer scale because this is kind of weird because like I'm rating it against beer, but right. from an untapped seltzer label, I would give this probably a four two five. Like it's very good for being a spike seltzer. Right. Yeah, and that we've talked about how it's tough to compare those on the same scale. Right. Yeah. And so I, I think that um, if you look up the untapped rating, it's going to tell you that the rating is um, out of 15,000 check-ins, it's going to be a 3.62. Well, um, I think you're one of the first early adopters here on this one, Todd. Mm. Um, because out of the 226 people who've checked this in, that's much less than 15,000. The average is only a 3.34. Ooh. One yeah. of our lower rated beers we've had or drinks we've had on here. So you're mm. about your 0.3 off unfortunately. That is that is sad. That is sad. I see the <laughs> I see the geese flying away in a V formation from Ted's house. The, now I will say there's a, there's a chance I still win man of the people because you guys could be off by more. We could? True. True. So wow, I'm I'm actually kind of upset that that's that it's that low. Are there any like comments that out, that are outstanding or that stand out? No, I guess? nothing that stand I out? saw. That like we said, it's kind of tough rating a seltzer on a beer scale. You know, um, someone gave it a four and they said like watered down seltzer. I honestly could see myself putting these down in mass quantities. Four but sounds kind of like what you're saying. Someone yeah, very crushable. It, yeah. It's very good. It's it's very drinkable. Um, if you weren't feeling the beer and you were going to a tailgate for a football game or a concert, this is something that you could grab and you know feel like you're still drinking beer. It's they're very light, refreshing. You could drink a, a shit ton of them, um, and you won't have that that bloated beer feeling. Nice. I'm gonna have to pick some up sometime if I see them. And I, I think they should be nationally distributed. I don't know if they get them in Montana, but you know, Chris, you should probably get them. Um, um, I don't know if we do i haven't really s- i don't know i might have seen them but we have a lot of really good cider up here local so uh no cider seltzer that i've seen so far but who knows maybe it's the next big thing maybe so um who wants to go next chris you can go yeah. i'll go next yeah um so i have a uh new beer from a brewery i have not i have not personally been to but we had some friends visit and they stopped at uh odin brewing company which is in greensboro north carolina and uh they brought a couple beers and the one i have today is miss scarlet fruit gosa um which is actually their cans they have like a generic can and just write what it is, almost like a crowler. Oh, cool! But it's a sixteen, but it's like a sixteen ounce can. So, um, I've not heard of these folks. Uh, they were visiting. Uh, they drove down from Connecticut. So, you you haven't heard of the okay. people who brought you the beer? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, no. They just they were they were like, we're hey, your friends now. <laughs> we're your friends. Can we can we visit? Can we hold your baby? Um, and for some reason we let them, but they brought beer, so that's always that's always a plus. Um, so, ooh, ooh, it's very Chris pretty, was like, very if you listen to the Blevin episode where we we proved that uh, was it pandas, you can just give them give them food and then they'll let you take their baby. <laughs> take their baby. It's kind of the same thing where someone handed Chris a six pack of beer <laughs> and they just swapped that out for the baby. Yep, fair trade. <laughs> 
Does that can say so drink a, good luck on it? Drink good luck. Yes, it does. Interesting. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, I assume that's a picture of the brewery. Looks like it. Odin Brewing Company. Looks like an old schoolhouse. Kind of an kind of a nice little thing. It's got this oh, creepy guy. Oh, interesting. In it. It's not spelled like the god Odin, O D I N. It's spelled O D E N. No. Yep, 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 yep. So I didn't want to copyright infringe on a on a god. On a Norse god. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> bad bad luck. You don't want to do that. That's yeah. bad juju. <laughs> so, uh poured it and uh the head dissipated immediately, but it is like a beautiful Ooh. like pink. I like, did not expect oh, yeah. that. Oh yeah. Some Kool-Aid yeah, colors um, right there. <laughs> yeah. It's not quite that dark red, but it is a nice it almost looks like a dark pink lemonade, you know? Um so uh let me see. Hmm? I mean it smells like a fruited gosa. I think that's about all you can all you can really say about it. Now the fun thing is I don't know which fruit. So Red. I wonder if I I wonder if I can guess and then and then and then look it up or something. It's probably know? one of those um, scarlet yeah. berries. <laughs> scarlet. Oh, it's crushed it, Miss Scarlet. No, it's uh, it's just blood. Um, so, but yeah, it smell. It smells good. So let's see. Let's see how it is. Um, so the Miss Scarlet Fruit Gosa from Odin Brewing Company. All right. So I'm not gonna lie. It tastes like Hawaiian Punch. So it's raspberry. Okay. <laughs> um, um, Are you sure? Definitely, definitely raspberry. Yeah, it's very strong on the raspberry flavor. Um. I don't think there's lactose in it. It doesn't taste. It's not like a smoothie. It's more of a just a straight up like gosa. But it's very good. I mean, a little sour, not too sour. It definitely gives you a little bit of that punch, but it has a nice uh, raspberry t- taste to it. Okay. Um, it almost tastes like a raspberry lemonade. Is that's which is weird, but like I mean, you 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 have to stretch it. It's not like it's not sweet like a raspberry lemonade would be, but like it's 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 very very good though. Um. I mean, yeah, I mean, a little bit of pucker, now that I have another sip, a little bit of pucker, like, at the end, more so than the beginning. Like, I get hit pretty heavily with uh, some raspberry and some nice, a little, uh, like, a tad bit of the sweetness from it. Um, And then it's, like, kind of like a little bit of a... That's where the lemon kind of kicks in. That's when the lemon, that's that's when the lemon... That's where the schnozberries come in. (laughs) That's where the schnozberries taste like schnozberries. So, um, I mean, it's a solid beer. Um, There's not really anything, like, there's no additional layers, but it's a very, very well done fruit gosa. Um, And it's a beautiful looking beer, as you saw on the, 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 well, you tried to see on the webcam. It's a beautiful looking beer. So, um, yeah, I mean, pretty straightforward, 4.2% alcohol, but... Oh, very light. Hey, it's good. Yeah, yeah. It's I guess light. ghosts normally it's are light. on the lighter side. Yeah, normally those like newfangled sours they're a little bit, <laughs> a little bit on the light side. But um, but yeah, I mean maybe it's solid, very solid. Um, I'm gonna give this a four on Untapped uh, because I think it. I don't know. My personal preference would have been if there was lactose in it. I like those fruited smoothie sour kind of kind of crap you know <laughs> yeah but uh but y- you know it's 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 very well done very well brewed it, there's like no bad aftertaste or anything so just a solid clean beer so thank you sarah and evan if you're listening for stealing our babies and st- stealing my baby and leaving us beer <laughs> solid trade nice so out of 47 check-ins i knew it was going to be low oh, if they handwrite each label you know i guess that's true (laughs) 
Uh, 47 check-ins. Lordy. Okay, so I think it's going to be a, a 3.97. Play the music. Close. Hit the music. But not close enough. 3.93. No, 4.04. Okay. okay, all right. I'll take yeah. that. That's that's about that's what it deserves. That's what it deserves. It's a it's a very solid beer. So so point oh seven. Just a quick note: the um, obviously, given that you have a handwritten label, you can't really dive into much about the beer. So it is properly mm-hmm. called Miss Scarlet Red Handed, and it says in the tap room with a pint glass. This fruit infused <laughs> sour oh, nice. beer like sticks with tradition in the base beer, a classic German goza infused with sea salt and coriander. To balance things out, we condition this beer on raspberries and black currants to produce the lovely fruit backdrop and gorgeous color. Yeah, I guess the currants probably help with that color. Yeah, yeah, that, ma- that makes sense. Yeah, okay, I'm glad it was raspberry. It would have been so embarrassing like, if you were like, and all blueberries. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's actually papayas. Uh, so sorry. Better luck next time. Damn it! It's banana. No. Uh, yeah, but uh, I mean that's that that's what it is. Yes, it's a very well done fruit gosa. Um, and I'm, I have one more beer from them, so I'm excited to try it. Ooh, now. Perfect. So yeah, and then and then I'm gonna have to move to Greensboro. Apparently, I guess so. It seems a bit like that's how yeah. it works. <laughs> From, you have to just have to move to the last place you had a beer from every time. Yep, yep. It's terrible. It's awful. I can't I wait until I have a big, a big home wave. Home is where the beer's brewed, I guess. I guess I'm moving to Austin, guys. Going to Austin. Let's go. All right. But anyways, Obert, what do you have for us this week? Well, thank you for asking, Chris. Um, I uh, was walking through the local beer store which for me is a grocery store it's weird the uh, marcus foods has the best beer selection in town i don't know why you know i the the uh forbidden beer that was on the deleted episode you'll never hear that came from there um you know one of ted's all-time favorites uh just a lot of really good stuff there and i always have an eye on the cooler and this week i saw a brewery i'd never heard of before and they had uh, quite a few offerings they looked kind of like bigger for a microbrewery and um, maybe you guys have heard of them. I hadn't before, but that's Melvin and um, they are from Wyoming. They are from Alpine, Wyoming. So I had to do a little bit of research. I forgot that Wyoming was a state until you just said, yeah, well, they're the second closest state to me. So, um, (laughs) you know, they're not too far. I forgot about Wyoming. Yeah. Yeah. And so I had to do some research. Okay. Well, okay. So Spoiler, I, the beer I bought was their Melvin IPA. They had three of them in the store, but I figured if I want to get to know what this brewery can do, start with the basics. You know, let me just pick up their traditional IPA. And I was also thinking, you know mm-hmm. what? We, we haven't had like just a plain old IPA on the show, I think, in a while. So not, not a hazy, not a double, not New England style. This is just regular old IPA. A regular um, IPA from Wyoming. From Wyoming. And so I checked them okay. out, and um, they've actually won quite a few Great American Beer Fest awards. They've won uh, a lot of other, it seems like, nationally recognized beer competitions. Uh, they have, like, they're nationally distributed now, and you can find them at the Yankee Spirits in Surbridge, Mass. Uh, you know, I typed in my old zip code in Connecticut, and uh, there's a few, nowhere in Connecticut, but quite a few places in Rhode Island and Massachusetts that you could pick up this Melvin beer. Um, I found out that their double IPA, the two by four is like apparently their 
real prize hog. Like that's the one that wins all the awards. If I had known that first, I might have picked that one up. But um, no, it was a pleasant surprise. So I wanted to I wanted to see what they had here. So let's um, let's dive right in. Fun fact about Melvin: they have two tap rooms. I actually saw they had three. They had one in Missouri. Eureka, Missouri was what I saw on their website. Oh, see, I only see two of them on Untaps. They have one in Jackson, Wyoming. They have their headquarters in yep. Alpine, Wyoming, which is like yep. a little tiny town. And then one in Eureka, Missouri, which I don't know what that's all about. But I'm assuming they have some kind of a deal, distribution deal with, you know, InBev or something. Um, well, I don't want to deprive you guys here. So take a look. It's um stereotypical IPA pour. We got a nice... Yep. A nice golden, a little bit of haze. I don't know what this is on the SRM scale. Like a 8 to 10, maybe? Like a, it's like a light amber. Yeah. Um, yeah. We got a solid, persistent quarter to half inch ahead on top. Mm, smells nice and dank, earthy. Definitely getting a lot of West Coast vibes from this guy. So let me just jump right in. Nice. We like beer. We like, we like beer. beer. We like beer. And stuff. It's good. I don't know. All right. Yeah, it's an IPA, all right. It's an IPA. <laughs> um, yeah, in terms of what I would say this is closest to, maybe like, like I said, West Coast for sure. Maybe like a Stone IPA. Um, kind of reminds me of Lunch from Maine. Okay. Um, okay. Don't hate yeah. that. Definitely get those citrusy, piney. Em- sorry, more emphasis on the piney than the citrusy. Um, you know, I think I pulled up here their, their hop profile. It's uh, Melvin's Melvin Brewing's OG IPA, born out of the Shallowan Temple. This old school West Coast IPA is brewed with two row C40 carapils, um, which those are the malts there, and then hopped with Centennial, Simcoe, and Citra. So classic. Did, did they say this came out of a temple? Yeah, I think that might just be um, them embellishing a little bit, but <laughs> yeah, it even I like I like on the can it says "Living Life to the Emptiest." I thought it was pretty fun. No, it's, um, you know, I like Jackson's a cool town. I've been there a couple times. I had never heard of this beer, this brewery before. Uh, I'd like to go again. They have, in my opinion, the best ski mountain in America there. So that's, that's, that is Jackson Hole, correct? Not just Jackson? Yeah. So Jackson Hole is kind of like the name of the area. Jackson is the town in Jackson Hole. So Jackson, Wyoming is the town, but the geographic area is is Jackson Hole. Okay. If that makes sense. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I know, a little confusing, but, uh, and Jackson's a pretty generic name, but uh, I'm definitely going to pick up their <laughs> two by four when I see it again. You know, they, like I said, they also had a hazy, which is interesting. This is, um, this weighs in at seven and a half percent, which is kind of oh, high wow. for a that's, traditional IPA. Yeah, that is. That's pushing, uh, pushing d- typical double IPA territory. Yeah. And but they're, it's not, it's not boozy. Uh, no, yeah, the, the bitterness, you know, the high bitterness definitely c- cuts the boozy flavor for sure. And, uh, their hazy IPA was only committed at six and a half percent. And I don't know, in my mind, I always feel like hazy IPAs are usually pack more of a punch than six and a half, but I don't know. Um, so this for me, maybe, you know, like I said, I compared it to lunch, but I think lunch is a little bit, maybe a step above. I'd give lunch maybe something like a four. This is only going to weigh in maybe like a three seven five, you know. Okay. Well, lots of awards on this beer, so I'm yeah. assuming a lot of check-ins. Well, you are you're you are right. 
56,000 check-ins. Yeah, so how, like I said, I had never seen these guys before this week. We must just be <sighs> newly distributing up here. And uh, you guys, neither of you have heard of the brewery, so. No, I, I really haven't, no. I mean, when you said it, I was like, it, maybe it's one of those things where I'm like, I think I know of it, but I don't. I don't think for sure because I'd, n- I'd never heard of them. But anyways, I've never heard of them. 56, 56,000 check-ins. What do you think? What do you think the people think of this beer? This award-winning beer. Oh man, um, I think a three nine six. Oh man, <laughs> so close. Just like nonchalantly throwing out three nine six. Three point nine four. One of these days, guys. One of these days. I know. Brothers. Oh my god. <laughs> Golly, yeah, you were so close. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh man. Um, oh yeah. Dang it. Oh well, there goes there goes. I thought .07. I was like, lock it down, I Charlie said point Brown. Three. I was gonna win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I said, I told you I have a renewed interest in beating Todd. So. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's on there studying untapped. I see a montage. Yeah. He's like, bum, 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 bum. <laughs> So, fun fact about this beer, um, you know, listener of the podcast, uh, Brianne Moody, uh, has had this beer. Okay. Okay. Would you like to take a guess of what she rated it? Uh, four, four and a quarter. Obert is correct. Okay. Okay. He's just on fire right did now. Did she have it at D&G? She did not okay. post a, uh, a location. That's what is right. D&G? She had it back in 2017. Uh, you never been to D&G? It's a really awesome, it's a really awesome pizza place in Canada. Yeah. You should go. You would love it there. Yeah, never been there. They have, yeah. They get kegs of stuff that you is hard, to, really hard to find. Um, yeah, it, it's pretty awesome. I used to go when I used to. I used to frequent it every once in a while when I worked up that way. So yeah, yeah. I, um, you know, you know, you guys know me. I haven't lived in that area of the state, and I don't think I've lived there for very long as like a drinking adult. Like it's a good point. I maybe mean, a couple. Weeks. It's always it's always home to me. You know, as someone who's lives far away. But uh, that's a good point. But I think I think even yeah. you, with your highfalutin Hartford area uh, bars, would think that they had some good uh, good tap selection there. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, next yeah next time you're visiting uh, family or whatever, you should uh, you should make make a trip out there. It's yeah, it's pretty really solid. good pizza, decent, really good wings mm-hmm. too. Uh, some yeah. of your favorite things. So I know that. But <laughs> these I, are a few of Tud's favorite uh, things. I may or may not have had those last night. You know, wings oh. from J Tim's. Oh, wow. Well, they're not that good wings. They're not that good, yeah. I was going to say, J. Tim's gets a lot of hard-to-find kegs, too. That's oh, a good that's point. True. They that also always have a Fox is... Farm tap now, which is fantastic. Oh, yeah. That's nice. Fox Farm's coming up in the world. I tell you what, I see them more and more being recognized. Yep. But before yep. I move on from, from my beer review, I uh, just wanted to say real quick, I went to Sacred Waters, a newer brewery by me. And I have, you know, I used to go there all the time for trivia once a week, every week. COVID obviously put the kibosh on that. So it's been a while since I went in. No. I went in and um, they had a milkshake IPA, which I ordered and came in zero haze, completely clear. And I was like, have you guys had milkshake IPAs that aren't hazy? No, No. I don't think so. I think that's like. The whole thing is the fact that there's it's supposed to be like thick. Yeah, like I, mean, if, I could see like it, it, it's going to get thick from the milk sugar. Yeah, it was brewed with lactose, but it was filtered. So I don't know if that was um, something that you guys had experienced before or not. Was it? I don't good? think I have. That's. I mean, yeah, it was yeah, good question. It was tasty, but I wasn't what I was expecting. You know, I wanted a milkshake. 
I wanted the milkshake IPA. Did it have that like mouthfeel or no? Less so than normal. I mean, I could definitely okay. still tell that it was lactose-y. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think maybe they got to work on their, their milkshake approach. I almost was like, I asked, <laughs> I was like, is that the, the milkshake? And they were like, oh yeah, a lot of people expect it to be like, look like a smoothie. But oh, I'm like, okay. I mean, it was good. All right. It was adequately hopped <laughs> and stuff. So it's still tasty. It was like a berry flavored one. It was good. But, so uh, I, f- I found out over the weekend from a local brewer that I was talking to that um I, I guess I never really thought about th- this part of the reason that's driven this this spiked seltzer craze I'm on. Never really thought about the fact that um because lack or milk sugar doesn't it can't there's no yeast that you can put in beer that can break down milk sugar. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I, I I learned that, and then I also learned that because of that, when you're adding lactose to your beer, or when they add lactose to your beer, you're really just going for the mouthfeel. Oh, and you're really just adding excess calories to the beer that don't go away. Um, I guess Connecticut was go has been well. When you debating, say go away, um, you mean like convert to alcohol, right? Well, yeah, and then you're just drinking like when you pour, you know, when you put milk sh- sugar in your beer, you know, you're just basically adding calories to your to to the beer. For a slight a slight difference in mouthfeel, but I guess Connecticut has been debating um, requiring breweries breweries to put nutrition labels on their beer cans. How do you feel about that, Todd? I, in all honesty, I think me me and the brewer that I was talking to, um, I think it's gonna kill. I think it would kill the beer industry because I don't think that you'd ever have somebody who would order you know this fancy pants you know dessert pastry stout that's brewed with lactose and brownies and Snickers bars, if they saw that the calorie of that one beer was like 1,200 calories. I, I think you just see an end to creative, fun beers, which may not be a bad thing, but at the same time, I guess it would be helpful to know how many calories you are ingesting. Yeah. Um, I, I mean... Kind of torn. I don't think... I think the market for those kind of beers will still be out there, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's... It, that... I think they've talked about this before too, about making labels like that, like maybe a few years ago now. Um, but yeah, it was. It, I don't know. I, maybe if I'm going through hashtag Tudfit, I might be like, ooh, I don't know. Maybe I'll just go with like something a little lighter. But me right now, <laughs> hashtag Chris, hashtag Chris Unfit, yeah. um, <laughs> hashtag Chris Moore. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how much of a of a decision maker or breaker that would be. So I mean, I don't think it would, uh, it would be. It would be interesting though. Like, has anybody ever gone to? I, I we used to do this all the time at work, but like someone would be like, uh, buy one of those honey buns out of like the 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 vending machine. <laughs> be like, how many calories? Oh, that's six hundred ninety calories for a honey bun. So I feel like I would do the same thing with beer, and then still, like I said, ate the honey bun, yeah. so it's fine. <laughs> like, um. But yeah, that that would be that would be interesting. I don't know. Maybe they maybe those batches they make smaller batches. I don't know. I I think I think like beer people are gonna drink it. I've seen beer people that are big. I've seen beer people that are very very in shape. So I don't know. Yeah, and I mean Who's your argument, Todd, that like it's gonna kill the the like pastry beer industry. Like, well, they probably had said the same thing when they were talking about putting nutrition label on food in general, and yet you still can buy crazy desserts and Food. stuff at the store you can still go to the cheesecake factory and you know sometimes they have the the calories next to the stuff and you're like holy shit whoops that's, oh well, that's oh well. <laughs> I, listen I, I don't think it would deter me from drinking beer but i think that for 
I think for most people, and I, I think I would fit myself into this category of most people. Um, if I was going, if I was going to a new brewery or any brewery, and I was like, oh, I'm between these two beers or these three beers. I may, if I knew the calories of said beers, I may veer towards the lower calorie beer and just be like, if I, if I don't drink the 1200 calorie beer, I can have, you know, three of the 600 calories. Five, 200 calorie beer. Yeah. I mean. Right, right. Well, I do that with price yeah. sometimes though. There's times where it'll be like, you know, these both sound good and that one's on happy hour deal. So I'll go with that one. It's kind of the same thing. That, yeah, that's true. Huh. Well, that'll be interesting. You're going to have to let us know what what comes of that. Yeah, I don't think it's going to pass. Um, you know, like you said it it's been brought up multiple times and I think I think now especially in today's day and age the the Connecticut Beer Drinkers Guild um the lobbyists essentially for the 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 brewers. I think it's so strong at this current moment and it's only getting stronger the more breweries that open up in this state that I I I have a hard time thinking that the the lobbyists for the beer industry will allow that to happen because it would immediately tank the beer industry at least for a little bit well if that happens yeah if that happens well, ted you're gonna go in and buy all those half price beers i know you so <laughs> <laughs> put them in the, put them in the back yeah. of the car i'll take them all oh so 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 i was sitting around and i was trying to think of like something fun we could do on the podcast i feel like you know streaking and this is a drinking we can do the drinking yes and i came up with this like i i'll say came up i adapted this this fun this fun segment i hope will work out uh i don't have a name for it working title um so working title. yeah so we're gonna have to have we're gonna have a work i have to have a working title but uh tud uh play that infamous uh new segment theme song Okay, <laughs> so this this is something I adapted from a different podcast. I I don't think they listen, uh, but if they do, I'll give a shout. Out. I mean, I'll give a unnecessary shout out to the McElroys because uh, they're awesome and funny. Uh, my brother, my brother, me specifically. So this I have gone through and I have taken uh, uh, a list of both song titles and beer names, and I'm going to say one, and I want you guys both to tell me whether you think it's a song title or a beer name okay <laughs> okay uh so i don't and i will i'll give you i'll, I'll give you guys a hint there uh the the songs are prime i went primarily country because i know y'all don't listen to a lot right. of country so um there's quite a bit there's some country in here but i, I want to see how fun this is i i was having some fun talking to dana about okay. it earlier today i so. like it I big like green it. tractor so, i know that's a country song yeah, oh, I thought yeah. I it may also be a beer that, <laughs> that one i'm gonna have to take off now all right so we are going to start off. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll do I'll do an easy one. I think. Um, so we'll do uh, refried dreams. Is this a song or a beer? I'm gonna. I have my answer. Uh, I think. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm gonna go with a beer. Me too. It is a <sighs> song from Tim McGraw. Refried dreams. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Okay. I like. I, I like the I way knew. This, I, this game's going. Now, did you check all these I songs knew. titles in Untapped to make sure that none of these were beers? I, you know what? Okay. I did not. I did not. So I mean, um, all right, hang on, hang on. We got to audit the game as we go. <laughs> no, don't do that. That uh, that'll take too long. <laughs> all right. Uh, what about? Um, let me see. How about uh, old bat rastered? Is that a beer? Or a song. 
Gonna go down to the bank with my old bat rastered. Uh, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go with a beer. I'm going with a beer as well. Now that's one All point right. for each of you. Free Tail Brewing's old bat rastered, which is a great name for that a beer. Is a I'm good not gonna lie. Name. It'd be All a good right. song name too. It, it would be. See, that's like, and I mean, very well. The ones that I found were were one or the other. So, uh, what about Fuzzy Wuzzy Ego? I know Fuzzy Wuzzy was a bear. Fuzzy Wuzzy had no hair. Fuzzy um, Fuzzy though. F- I, yeah, well, song. So Fuzzy song Wuzzy wasn't very fuzzy. Fu- so Wuzzy. <laughs> um, shit. Over. Do you have a guess? Yeah, I think it's a song. I'm gonna go with song as well. It is a song. Yes, Fuzzy Ooh. Wuzzy Ego by Tammy Wynette or Wynette. I don't. I don't know how to say that last name. <laughs> what about You're My Boy Blue? That song. I, song. I have That's a guess. Gotta be a beer. I have a guess. It's got to be a beer. It's 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 after uh, old, old school. school. Oh, is it? Oh, damn. See, I don't know any of this stuff. It is okay. it is a beer, yes. From <laughs> Brew Bus Brewing. <laughs> yeah, that's Will Ferrell uh, shouts that out multiple times. Yeah. Okay, see? I, that's, I don't know. That's Those my things personal I handle for you this week, Chris. Find a way to watch old school. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. You you, uh, you will okay, laugh. You will laugh yourself. I know death. I know Chris I, I know Chris I, has very distinct taste in media and i know that this would be one that chris would love <laughs> well i i mean it, i it, that's will smith will right Ferrell. yeah that's what i meant the white, the white one. Will. two very different people <laughs> <laughs> they're both comedians yeah <laughs> all right what about um uh bu- 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 what about hauling oats song or beer can i say both I know. I feel like we're due for a song, but this is such a good beer name. Yeah. Um, I'm going to guess song because I think I've guessed beer on like every single one. I'm going to go beer. It is a beer. Oh, hauling Ted pulling into the yeah, lead. I know. That one. Haul, hauling oats from Tanaya Brewing. Uh, I nope, have stuck Tenaya with my Creek gut. Brewing. Oh, man. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, okay. Um, I guess we'll do we'll do a few more, I guess. Uh, but, but what about... What about if French fries were fat-free, song or beer? You could make the argument I mean, for both. What if French fries? First of all, what if French fries in real life were fat-free? That would be amazing. It would be so good. I love French fries. I'd eat French fries every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, instead of a salad, you just have some French fries. <laughs> it would be way better. What do you guys think? I'm going song. Uh, I think I'm going to go song. It's got to be a song. It is a song right. from Alan Jackson. If French fries were fat free, so um, let me see. I'll do. We'll do one more. See if Obert can pull up for the tie. Well, I don't want because then Tud could just go with whatever. Okay, Tud has yeah. to answer first. <laughs> uh, let's see. What about what about you're the reason our kids are ugly? That has to be a song title. I'm going with song. I'm title. going with beer. It's it's uh, a song. Tud pulls ahead again. You know, yes. you know, I, the reason I kids... was cheating a little bit. I was like, there's only one way for me to try and tie it up here. Let's go opposite Tud. Yeah, I figured. I figured. But, uh, I figured. Yeah. You know. By Loretta, Loretta Lynn and Conway Twitty. Not that they need not that they need a shout out, but. <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh, all right. Bye. The rest <laughs> of the world. No <laughs> worry, it's Queen. I don't think they litigate. <laughs> I, yeah, right. I don't think there's any kind of thing yeah. against that. But anywho, there you go. There's a little, a little bit. I've got more. I had to make Ted feel I... better for being so incredibly wrong with Man of the People this week. 
I had to give it to him. So yeah. Um, yeah well, that was very that was very nice of you. Um, but yeah, there you go. That was just something that I thought could be funny. And like honestly, if if like they could go either way, some of these. Like I'm just like I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> some of those were like Except legitimately difficult. Where I was like, ah, I don't know what to guess here. No, there was some. Yeah, I know. Maybe uh, you know. So if when we start our brewery, when we start drinking alone with friends, the brewery. Working title. Um, <laughs> we uh, we got to come up with all country song names for our beers. Yeah, and uh, I want to throw this out there. If uh, if a listener has a good segment name that is not song or beer, <laughs> uh, hit us up. Uh, drop into the Discord and or uh, hit us up at dawfpodcast at gmail dot com with your uh, in your ideas for the 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 segment name because I thought it, I I think and it's if you're fun. cruising down I the highway and you hear a song that would be great. For beer song, Ooh, or you're yeah. sitting in a tap room and you see a funny title, you know, email us. You can actually those ones you can send to Beer Dad Gamer. Yeah, at I was gonna say if you put it in the subject, there I trust go. Todd and I won't click on it. But yeah, <laughs> Beer Dad Gamer at uh, gmail gmail.com. for Chris's personal if you, if you email have, address. And yep, that's 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 what I've been forever. <laughs> when I was 13 years old, I opened up that that email account. It that game makes me think of um, Single Cut. Because all of their all of their um, beers are named after lyrics and songs. Okay. Mm, yeah. Well, I didn't want to. I couldn't do anything like too rocky metal because Tud probably heard of it. Yeah. So like. <laughs> it's true. So I was like, I was like, I'm going old school country. Let's go. <laughs> oh, well, man. So. speaking a few minutes ago of man of the people, uh, it's that time of the episode where. We grab our frosty mug out of the freezer. We blow out the cobwebs because we have a lot of spiders from last week, I guess. Um, we fill it with with wisdomy wisdom, advice, hacks, recipes, five star Amazon products, things of that nature. Um, but Jordan, kick it away. Test your handle. Test your handle. Mug of Wisdom! Drink. Mug of Wisdom! Finish at Lovato. Well, thank you, Jordan, as always, from the Wreck My Podcast mm-hmm. um, for our excellent, excellent song. Really the highlight of, of the show. Every, <laughs> every episode. episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, guess what? Tud, I want to hear some honks because I'm man of the people this week. No, no, no. I want you to honk at me because you did so bad. Oh, no. That's so not good. how this works. You're the, you're I, the honker. The designated honker? Yeah. <laughs> I just want to hear you do it. Hon- Honk, honk, honk yourself. Okay, honk yourself. all right, all right. I'll, I'll gloatily honk over here. 
Honk, 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 man of the people, honk, 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 goose of the people, honk. <laughs> By the way, quick update. Caitlin says you lied. <laughs> I did not lie. Unless there's, she had four of them. There's 12 in a box. Math isn't adding up. She though. drank well more than four. She said four. She, she'd be wrong. No, I don't know. I don't know. I'll send you We're a Snapchat of my fridge. Scandal. Scandal. That, that, you have so many beer fridges. Like one fridge doesn't do it. Yeah. Um, and I bet so I bet you have like the trap door behind in the beer fridge too. <laughs> yeah. Leads <laughs> down to like a layer yeah. full of beer. Selts, Seltzer Gate 2021. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's the only. All right. It's like Anyways, one of the few over, years you can actually do that. Like since like 2000. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> you couldn't say just add a number after it. Twenty twenty. One. Well, Oops. Obert, congratulations you. as man of the people. Um, you you know you know what you get to do. I do, and I'm gonna go first this week. Get take the pressure off, you know. All right. All right. <sighs> oh man, I um I made a really good lasagna yesterday for the Super Bowl for myself, and I it's a family recipe, O'Brien family recipe, but I want to share it with you guys here on the podcast because it's a Ooh. great meal. One that I think everybody should make. Um, so had a joke. It's not going to work. I mean, it will work. Yeah, but it won't work. It was the, the joke just had so. too many layers. It just would have gone over my head. Yeah. Um, got lasagna got stuck humor. in the cheese. Lasagna humor here. Um, yeah. So my lasagna recipe. You know, you got you got the noodles. You got the meat sauce. You got the cheese. Um, meat sauce. You do pound of pork. Pork sausage. Pound of ground beef. Cook that. Drain it. Cook some onions in that grease. Get that in with the, the, the meat sauce as well. Pour in some prego, two, two jars of prego. You're there. Uh, Tud's, Tud's gagging at the prego, but I don't even want to hear it till I'm done with the recipe because people are taking notes. Um, for the cheese, you do the big tub of ricotta. I think it's 32 ounces and about a pound of mozzarella with maybe five ounces of Parmesan. That's up to you. I went all out and I mixed in some fresh uh, Italian parsley in there why not um and don't don't buy the the oven ready noodles cook bait boil the noodles yourself layer it up um bake it and like any good lasagna oh okay so here it go here's here's how you layer it okay again take notes a little bit of tomato sauce just to keep the noodle from sticking to the bottom of the pan then you got your noodles then your layer of meat and cheese noodles meat and cheese noodles a little bit of sauce and cheese on top that's all you need that's my, my layer for lasagna. Um, it's a great wintertime meal. It's hearty. If you're uh, hypothetically like a single guy in his 30s, it could feed you for a whole week. <laughs> Just eating lasagna <laughs> meal after meal. It's great. Um, and, um, you know, obviously add your Italian spices to that too. Season as, as desired. You know, garlic, you got to have all that. But um, then bake it till it's hot. You know, and then the best thing about lasagna, the the once it gets left over, it tastes even better. All those flavors mingle. The, it kind of firms up a little bit more. So that's the O'Brien secret lasagna recipe. And I forgot the one key ingredient, a couple eggs in with the cheese to kind of get that consistency consistency right. So that's how you're going to make yourself an amazing lasagna. Um, and that's what I did for the Super Bowl. Like, and it came out really good. Do you scramble the eggs and pour it into the cheese? Yeah. <laughs> you don't, you don't like scramble it like you cook it, but you do like, you know, mix it up. 
Yeah. 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 yeah that's what I meant. Okay. Yeah. Is that something people do normally? I don't know. I don't. I don't cook a lot. You bake. <laughs> is that like? Is that like? I bake. Yeah. But we don't use. I don't use a lot of cheese. Yeah. Chris in, is not a baking. cheeseman. Uh, I'm not. I'm not a big cheeseman. Um. No one ever would have like, called Chris Chris the big cheese by cheese. The big cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I am not the big cheese. No. No. Um. It's, I mean, it sounds good. I I can't get down with ricotta. I can't do it. I don't know why. Have you that's ever had lasagna gross. before? I will eat lasagna if there's no ricotta in it. And that's the thing. It's like that's the O'Brien recipe. The Adamot recipe. I don't. You can make I ricotta don't know if I've free. I've never had lasagna without ricotta. Huh. You've never lived in my household where we don't like ricotta so, cheese. <laughs> so I will provide some feedback on top of. I want to hear the Tedisca, the Tedisca family secrets here. What? A, you don't ever use jar sauce because you can make better sauce yourself by opening up a few cans of, you know, crushed tomatoes, diced tomatoes, some tomato paste, add some Italian seasoning, flavor it to how you want it. But the second thing that I've never done before or that I, I do all the time, and it sounds like you didn't do, I don't pre-boil my noodles. Oh, yeah. That's the thing is, yeah, because they sell the ones that are you don't need to boil first. No, I, I I don't even use the no boil noodles. I I use the regular noodles and I just put them in there hard and they they bake themselves. I mean, it becomes it they cook themselves while the, the lasagna is baking in the oven. Interesting. Yeah, I would think it'd be like too gluteny. But I, I don't know. That's how I've always done it. I've never had that issue. Yeah, I mean, I'm just following the the again the O'Brien secrets in the tome of family recipes, but also the no, box. No, that's good. The box of noodles. Suggested it as well. So I don't know. Um, listeners, write in with your own family lasagna recipes. Let us know if you cook your noodles ahead of time or not. And you know, Ted's got a point. You can make your own sauce. I let Prego do the work for me there, but how hard is that really to mix all those tomato products and seasonings together? It's easy. And then you, then you let it cook for like hours and simmer on the stove, and it fills your house with that wonderful aroma of like pasta sauce. Oh, Dude, yeah. I made I made tomato sauce from scratch once. Never again. I literally had like, <laughs> to, like crushed tomatoes boiling on my stove for eight hours, and it was still really. Oh, you watery. gotta like wilt the, you gotta wilt the skin off. Yeah, I know. I sweat fo- the skin off. I followed whatever Google told me to do to make the sauce from the tomatoes. It was just, it was really, really tasty, but way too much work. You know, I think, I think brewing beer takes a lot of time boiling and stuff. This was even more labor intensive. So yeah. I usually just get the cans of like already pre-done tomatoes to make sauce out of it. Yep. Okay. So that's my lasagna recipe. Um, Thanks to my dad for, for handing it down to me. But speaking of handing, I'm going to hand the frosty mug of wisdom off to Tud. Tud, what do you got for us this week? Um, So I've got a, a TV show to share with everybody that I just noticed this past week is now officially on Hulu. And I've, I've watched episodes here and there, but now I'm kind of, you know, watching it through and through from beginning to end. And that's Modern Family. Um, I never watched it when it was really on TV. I've caught reruns, um, obviously, on like USA Network and other channels when, you know, when there's when it is on reruns. But now every I think there's 11 seasons of it. All 11 seasons are on Hulu and I'm only in season two, but I, I recall laughing at the show before. But now that I'm like actually like paying attention, and like following the storyline, it is a at least through the first two or one and a half seasons, it's a funny show. So I'm recommending Modern Family on Hulu for um, everybody who has Hulu. We, uh, if you don't have Hulu, um, you can go over to you can go like do like the Disney Pack. 
where you can get like Hulu and Disney Plus and, and ESPN all for one low price. So go check that out. But my handle is Modern Family this week on Hulu. Todd's handle is Adopt the yeah, Chinese think- Girl. <laughs> Viet- Vietnam. Oh, Just went through a Vietnamese? whole episode about that. Okay. She's Vietnamese. Oh, okay. They lost her in, in a jungle on Ho- on Hawaii, and they dressed her up in, in like, jungle print, so she blended in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, um, Dana was saying the other day, she said it's on Hulu now, and same thing. I've watched a few episodes on TV somewhere, uh, and it's been super funny, so I think we're going to binge it at some point. It's it's well worth so. it. Yeah. I fell off towards the later seasons, but I was, I think I watched like all of the, every episode of seasons, probably one through five. And it's a really funny show. My only gripe about it is like, okay, The Office, clearly a mockumentary. There's like a camera crew. They're interviewing people. That's obvious. Parks and Rec came after The Office and you're like, who are they talking to? Like, are they being interviewed for a documentary or like they're like, cam- they just like the cameras are always there all the time and then modern family is an even more (laughs) egregious example of like why are these people sitting on a couch talking to some unseen narrator like i don't understand what's going on this has never been this was never addressed and it's one of those things that stuck in my brain and i could never never forget when i'm thinking (laughs) of these like they'll be like a mid-argument and then we'll switch to somebody on the couch i'm like was this supposed to be filmed after the argument was over when is this happening is this a real thing is this like a internal monologue thought i don't know but that's just my own weird gripe with TV shows. My, my biggest gripe so far with the show is that you've got three families. They're all part of the same family, obviously, but three different families, three different households. At least one person in the household does not work. They all live in California somewhere. Never, they never really state where, but they all live in like million dollar plus homes. Right. In fact, I looked. I, it drove me crazy. Phil and Claire's house just sold. Um, in 2020 for 2.7 million dollars he's a realtor she doesn't work he does well so and then jay's house is like you know an eight million dollar home so i I just don't i that whole thing doesn't add up to me about how that works because you know i i mean if if realtors make that much money i need to i need to switch careers like now yeah that reminds me uh you know they had this whole debate a couple of years ago when the house from home alone went on went for sale uh how much do you think that house sold for in 2015 oh probably a couple million right i mean not yeah it was over one and a half million and you're like how does this guy <laughs> afford all these kids you know right <laughs> but that was back in the 90s like housing prices were cheaper then so like how much was it worth then when he probably bought it in the 80s and then yeah. proceeded to have all of the kids. It's a good point. <laughs> we need we need to do a whole a whole episode on that. <laughs> Diving down like the housing the, market, the plot holes and in, in TV shows. Well, yeah, I mean it's like oh, so friends. Many. It's the same thing, right? They're like these people work oh, in coffee shops, massive. and how are they living in this gigantic apartment? They did address I've that in never Friends. Really though. watched Friends. They mentioned that because of uh, rent control, like the prices on like the, the the apartment they lived in hadn't changed the entire time. Okay. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> and it's the same thing with, like, Seinfeld. Like, he lives in, like, this, like, decently nice apartment. Well, he's also, like, and a rich comedian in the show, I think. He gets more successful. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. kind of true. I mean, but George is unemployed, but always has money to go out and sit at a restaurant and <laughs> eat food. <laughs> I guess he lives with his mom and dad. Yeah, Kramer it's a recurring never thing in, in shows that money is not a problem. 
because that's not funny. No one else, no one thinks that money problems is funny. We do want to escape that. <laughs> True. Uh, all uh, right. I want a real life comedy. A real life uh, comedy. Like yeah. Shameless? I don't know. I don't know if you Yeah, yeah, Shameless. Yeah, but even that's, then they never I feel get like that's tossed too out. over the top. They never get tossed out of that house. But having enough money is like a central plot point. Trailer Park Boys. True. <laughs> I started watching that too. That's funny. Wait, you've so never seen funny. Trailer Park Boys Such before? Such a great show. No. It was a handle. Oh. Like, I think it was Chris's handle like, at it's the beginning of It's such a of, stupid of... show, but it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb, but it's great. It's, it is, but I have never met like a perfect. single female who likes the show. I met one just the other day. They, they were like, I, I, I go home and I put on Trailer Park Boys. I'm like, you like Trailer yeah. Park Boys? <laughs> the, rush, the rush of TV shows. <laughs> I, yeah, I found out right. exactly right. I found out that oh Caitlin likes it the more she drinks. So at first oh, she starts off. You can't, Dana you can't watch stupid. the show when you're sober. <laughs> but like like five drinks in, she's like, "This is a really funny show." So I guess she's like somebody who finds it funny, but only after multiple drinks. Yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah, Dana Dana finds it absolutely. She thinks it's the dumbest thing in the world, and I'm like, she's not far off, but like it's still funny. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like the guy version of like like the trashy reality. Like bachelor type right. yeah. shows, I think. Yes. But anyway, we have one handle left. Yeah. So I'm going to hand this, this, this frosty mug right over to Chris for him to tell us his umpteenth shopping app. We got, lasa- we got lasagna no, in the I- bottom. We got modern family in the middle. We'll just <laughs> top it off our mug here. Uh, so I'm going to put over a, another streamer. Um, now... More particularly, something the streamer does. So uh, her name is Tamarisk. We'll put a we'll put a link in the show notes. Uh, she's a, she's a friend of ours. We you know we met her through Twitch, all that stuff. Um, she's from England, uh, and she's extremely extremely talented. So um, one thing that she has is one of her channel point rewards is like draw me. So you send her a picture of you or your son or whatever, like we did. We did a picture of CJ, and uh, she will actually hand draw whatever picture it is and like we'll send it i i assume send it to you i don't know i don't know the logistics with mail but <laughs> but but dana's dealing with that so um and she drew cj the other day and she i mean for free for like you know having zero talent me it's really spectacular some of the stuff she draws because uh it's um just really really good and pretty accurate and all that stuff i've seen her do a couple other ones and like it's just you know just by hanging out in her channel for long enough uh you can get this done and i don't know it's just i i have so many uh talented friends on twitch um i could probably put one over every week for the rest of my life but this one in particular because she did draw cj and that was pretty cool so if you have a chance if you're on stream if you want to hang out with someone that's who's who's awesome tell tamarisk or Tam, or whoever you want, or whatever you want to say, that Beer Dad sent you. She'll know what that means, and <laughs> and we'll put her link in the show notes because um, she's an awesome person, and uh, like I said, extremely talented. I highly recommend getting her to draw you like one of your like one of her French girls. Uh, <laughs> Valentine's Day is coming up when you listen to this, maybe. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Yes. I mean, it, it is coming yes, up. But Valentine's also... Day is on Sunday, folks. So your loved one. <laughs> so hop on your, over your date. You might have Hop time over. to get a hand-drawn picture. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Might, might be, tight. be tight. Channel point. Channel points don't don't accrue like they used to. <laughs> she might do it for like a, some Twitch points. Who knows? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, that's between you and but you and I her. just want to say, know. you know, 
Chris, you talk about Twitch a lot. And uh, I think some of our mm-hmm. listeners who have no interest in video games would therefore say, I have no interest in Twitch. Here's a prime example of somebody who just, you can just go and check out their artistic talent, even if you have no interest in video games. It's just Twitch is a good way to watch regular ordinary folks do things in real time, like draw that is yeah. true. little kids. It, it's it's really cool. I mean, I've, I've gone on yeah, there and watched it, it, people play guitar. I mean, yeah, yeah. Actually, I got a, I got a streamer for you too, Tud, that you should check out because he's funny and plays the guitar. So <laughs> he's very good. Um, but yeah, so there you go. Check out Tam if you have the chance. Um, and also dive into Twitch because it's fun and watch me on Bearded Gamer. Cool. And so with that, uh, we'd like to thank you all for listening. Um, we'd like to thank the breweries that provided today's drinks. I will go first and thank Austin East Ciders for their spiked seltzers, the apple flavor in particular. I would like to thank Odin Brewing Company for their Miss Scarlet Fruit Gosa. I don't remember what the full name was. I want to thank Melvin for their Melvin IPA. And it was Miss Scarlet Red-Handed, like Clue. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, I get it. I knew it was Clue. I just couldn't remember what the rest of it was. <laughs> um, please make sure you head over to social media and follow us at DAWF Podcast. That's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Discord. Come on over there and talk to us there. Hashtag follow the email at DAWFpodcast at gmail.com. Um, you know, please make sure you head over to iTunes and <laughs> leave us a, a five-star rating and a review. Also, make sure that you're telling your friends. Um, you guys like beer. You guys like ciders you, you like funny things share this with your friends i mean how is how is this not funny i think we've all shared some laughs over 124 episodes now uh so make sure you're doing that and if you have any suggestions for song or drink uh working title please send that over to uh, beerdadgamer at gmail.com to help him stump obert and i and so with that my name's tud my name's chris and i'm obert and remember if you're drinking alone do it with friends so I am telling you, there's only there's only one more hard cider or hard seltzer in the fridge. That's a shame that uh, your wife got to every single one before you were and able to. <laughs> and it's only the only other flavor is apple. So like she drank them all. Likely story. Mm, I'm right. Telling yeah, you the we truth. We all totally believe it. Makes complete sense. You know they're hidden in the aperitif fridge. <laughs> You'll never be able to find what fridge. it's like a where's waldo in there wine fridge beer fridge kegerator aperitif fridge garage fridge basement fridge shed fridges shed fridge 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 that's where he keeps his fridges cold